Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about lost life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back or vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of a Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, Hillary, Cash, Koba, and Skip made their reputation on the bridge city of Jora and put it to work to further their pursuit of Soldier Ward's missing kyber crystals. The path took them over and under, dropping them finally at a factory to meet a being that had actually worked with Ward during the war. Unfortunately, their conversation was interrupted when the factory was invaded by members of a local swoop gang looking for trouble. Koba and Cash, always at the ready, decided to take the fight to the invaders. Will the heroes win the day and get the lead? Join them this week in Media Res. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 2, Episode 14, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Koba, the Doug investigator, slash, uh... I'm learning with this lightsaber thing. Uh, That's a much better name for that second speck of yours. Nobody asked you, Cash. (laughs) We're we're never any of us too old to learn, right, Cash? Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. You won't see me with a second speck. See, See, now you're just speaking gibberish, and I think everyone should listen to me because I am both teacher and sage. Hillary Alorek. A, a sage of what? I'm figuring it out. It's it's an experiment. Oh, yeah. Some kind of herb native to Chandrilla, I think. Oh. And I'm Kesh, the Trandoshan mystic seer. Just one speck, like it should be. You can be Rosemary. Or uh. time. <laughs> It's okay, I only have like five force powers. <laughs> well, I'm just over here being a hermit. All by myself. Never hang out with anyone. Yes. Totally makes sense. It's all fine. Clearly. I'm Parsley. Skip. And I think I'm allergic to sage. I got these weird hives. <laughs> you strike me as more of a parsley. <laughs> My uncle's name is Parsley. See? Uh. To learn more about our heroes, we get one task and another question. And it is now Kesh's turn. Hey, Koba. What? What are your thoughts on pod racing? I thought you didn't like to learn new things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but pod racing is a very old thing, you see. It's very fast, very dangerous. 
But you know, when I was young in Malastare, pod racing was still one of the most popular spectator sports in the galaxy. <clears throat> Hadn't been made strictly illegal yet, at least not outside the core. I remember going to the Malastare 100. It was just a uh, adolescent. But you know, times were tough. I had picked up a few odd jobs here and there, learned a few things that maybe wouldn't have uh, pleased the Republic educational system. Hmm. See, the thing about pod racing is even even the law-abiding citizens who partake, they skirt the edge of good taste pretty easily. And then when you get to the seedy underbelly, the huts, the... You know, there was a train that ran right past the, uh, the track. When I get kind of wistful about it, start to reminisce, I can almost hear it. Yeah, I think I can hear it too. Yeah. It's because I'm good at painting word pictures. So you see, the, the thing about it is, uh, the pod racing attracts a lot of opportunists, a lot of people who like to live as fast as a pod can go. Don't really think about the possibility they'll go out and not a blaze of glory, but a whimper in a heap of debris along the side of the track, picked over by Jawas or pit droids or... Could still be a blaze. Some other small computer-generated creature. <laughs> Did that answer your question? Yes. Really? I, I, I suppose. I. You talked a lot. There were a lot of pretty adjectives. Kind of made me want to go watch a pod race. I call it a win. You know, they teach all Doug to uh, drive defensively in kindergarten. <laughs> they they what? Doug have defensive driving as a talent for species. I, just it's, it's so it, that we it, can in elementary race. school. Yeah, I, I I assume that you all just had really good reflexes or something. Everybody is still alive. Oh, yeah. They just they just train us Trandoshans to look for stuff. <sighs> well. So I, uh, you, you wanna wanna take this soup I just uh, knocked this guy off of? <laughs> no, I got a lightsaber. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a swoop later, but like. No, oh, yeah, you gotta you gotta swing around the light stick. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, good. Good talk. Yeah. Uh. Break. Oh, hang on a moment. Let me actually do my job. So our destiny pool for this session consists of four light side points and a dark side point. And uh, our initiative, because we're going into some structure time here, um, consists of two PC slots, then an NPC, a PC, an NPC, a PC, and then finally three NPC slots. Gross. You see a smelter off in the distance, some acrid smoke that's rising up you can see the ceiling of this place and the forge is off there you hear the stamp 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 
of an assembly line as only a Star Wars assembly line can be as it stamps in circuits as opposed to the methodology that like real things use. <laughs> I mean, it's like a Galaxy Quest level. <laughs> You've got stamping going on and then you hear the pew, pew, pew of stun bolts going out and the camera starts settling down and you see the molten metal carriers <laughs> moving around. They're slowly moving towards the back exit and you can see the one story tall lettering waste metal here uh, points that they seem to be flying towards. Then we come down and we can actually see the tops of the assembly line and we settle down. The blue lights are starting to show up more. The camera starts panning down as it's descending and you can see people in coveralls all Nemoidian running towards the exit towards the administration area. These double doors that are now just people stampeding towards it. And that's when the sounds of these high-end swoops start coming in. And you can hear the revving of the engines as they're driving up and down different pathways and walkways in the factory. There's a pair that have stopped their swoop bikes and are sitting right next to the entrance for the loading bay. That's kind of near where Kesh is, and Kesh is standing there over a ganger in this nerfied jacket with a red hawk on the back as they're lying face down from where they fell. There's two more that are fairly close to where Kesh is. We're seeing the droids starting to try and clear out. We're seeing the people who normally work these lines running out. The camera turns and you see Koba picking himself up off of the floor from his jumping down onto the landing. Panning up for a moment, you see the busted open window for the foreman's office and the foreman crouching in behind their desk with a little hold-up blaster just kind of quaking there. The camera pans back down for a moment as you see this one Nemoidian with a lobster-tailed trench coat sitting on their swoop, a eye patch over an eye with their other hand, a modified blaster as they're starting to careen their swoop towards the stairs going up. As the camera follows that path, you see in the swirl of dirt is Hillary, who's standing there with her hands on their jacket and the color of their jacket lit up and standing near to Hillary is Skip, who has just used some soil that they brought along to create this whirlwind of concealment for Hillary. And then that brings us to structured time of which we have two PCs going to start with. We have currently 12 swoop gangers, one of which is their supposed leader, and... And the rest are what, in minion groups of... We have four minion groups, three with three, one with two. Then I get to do the really inadvisable stuff with them. It's great. Does anybody mind over much if I take one of the first slots? I just want to be able to um, commit for the defensive ability of sense. No, I think that's it. a great idea. I was going to actually ask about getting a slot 
semi early for the purposes of um, defensive measures as well. I have no plans. Okay. Well, if there's no objections, then uh, Brandon, why don't you go first? All right. So Koba gets to his hands, brandishes his lightsaber, uh, his training saber in one of his feet, I suppose. The green blade of the training saber um, whipping through the air with that with that nice humming noise as Koba reaches out to sort of extend his senses through the force and commit a force die to the defensive function of sense so that he can upgrade up to two attacks targeting him this round twice because spidey sense, I guess. And let's see. How far away is like the nearest group of gang members from Koba? I would put them in short range too. Okay. I'd figure that the leader's at short range and one of the uh, groups is at short range. The other two main groups are tooling around and they'd be at medium range. And they've all got blasters. Yes. Of relatively equal sorts. Yeah, roughly light blasters. Are they all still on their swoops? Yes. Okay. All the swoop gangers are actually on their swoops driving around. Then I'm probably actually not going to maneuver because this saber doesn't have breach or anything, so cu- cutting the swoop up to pieces is unfortunately not super plausible. A, they have no armor, and B, that's the reason why I was thinking you could get on the swoop. It's a motorbike, essentially. They've got no real cover from it, or they've got some cover from it, but they don't have, like, in total encapsulation. And they do have room for a passenger. He must, he probably still has his gun in his other hand, because I don't think I said that I dropped it after shooting out the uh, window. I, I think you I dropped it when I you don't remember the you saber. saying that either, so yeah, I think you probably have it in your hand. Um, or your foot. Or other foot, yeah. So I think instead of moving, uh, Koba's maneuver is going to be to take aim at the nearest minion group with his fiver. Okay. So lightsaber in one hand, ready to start blocking things with the help of the force pistol in the other to start shooting stuff. Believe he's still got, I think three bullets in the cylinder. Yep. Okay. Now I'm done. So it sounded like Leslie didn't have any plans. Uh, Ren, do you have any specific plans or would you mind if I take a slot? No, please. I, I'm going to start off by making use of the force as my ally. So I'm going to take two strain to activate a force power as a maneuver. And that force power is going to be protect. Because I expect I'm probably going to get myself shot at some. Here's where I got to remember how to use my stuff. Because uh, it is a discipline check versus two purple. Yeah, okay. I haven't used this power too much. And I rolled two successes, an advantage, and two light side pips and three dark side pips. So I can spend the two light side pips to reduce damage from energy-based weapons that hit, and she's protecting herself, equal to her willpower, plus one per success. So I'm just going to spend the... Oh, right, and I bought a control, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the advantage to also gain defense one. I'm not going to spend the dark side pips. So... Basically, Kesh stands there, her staff in her hand, and in her other hand, she starts to, like, 
concentrate in that more like defensive way, I guess, you know, summon her will. And uh, we actually start to see the air shimmer in a uh, kind of a bluish protective field around her, almost like she's got a shield strapped to her other arm. And then with my action, Ben, yeah, I like to try to uh, reach out, I guess, with the staff hand and see if I can pick up one of the minion guys on a swoop with move. And then for comedic value, drop them into like, uh, you know how in the foundry scene, we have those big like foundry cups, like what Padme gets stuck in. Yeah. I just want to drop a guy in there, not to hurt him, but just like put him out of the way. <laughs> okay. Putting him in timeout. Yep. Because the factory itself does go on for several layers below where you are too. Oh, and Ward's foresight technically gave that uh, the protect action another success. So I'll, I'll note that for when you uh, inevitably shoot at me too. Um, is the move on a minion opposed or just the force dice? I feel that it should be opposed. On the other hand, these are pretty weak minions. So because that'll be against their discipline, right? That's usually the default for for force power versus somebody, but it's always... So, I mean, it would be an easy check. Okay. All right, then I will... And I got three successes, three advantages, and two light side pips. How far away were... Like, there were, there were some still within short range we determined, right? This would actually be going down, but yeah, there would be one or two that have a droid but doesn't have any metal in it. Yes. Okay, then I'm just going to grab one of the minions from short range with me. Uh, so I have to spend a pip to activate the power and a second light side pip to increase the silhouette to one. And I'm just going to pick this person up and put them into the foundry cup. I think this action is drawing enough attention because that's kind of unusual. Uh, I'm going to pass a boost on to my next ally to go and a boost specifically onto Koba. Okay. This is a factory. There's places I could also like grab cover around here, right? Oh, yeah. There's machinery all around. There's control stations all around. Okay. There is actually a lot of handrails. I know like this is Nemoidian manufacturing, not normal Imperial style. So, yes, there actually are handrails along most of the walkways. Handrails like Jedi and battle droids are one of those things that the Empire immediately started a propaganda campaign against. Yeah. <laughs> On account of most Nemoidian shops now are in the process of unionizing, they've all got handrails. Also, I mean, it's a bridge city. They know the value of safety. Exactly. So if they don't have, like, handrails, they probably got some uh, force field catcher underneath. Tethers. You yeah. know, they got it. I, I think Cash then, I'm going to take two stream for a second maneuver, and she'll just take up position behind, like, a control console for, like, one of the machines here. Because that way it can, you know spark and fuss and whatever else uh, if it gets shot, and then that'll end her turn. So since Cash has made such a spectacle of herself, I'm thinking that the one guy who is still at short range on his swoop, I mean, he's got his blaster pistol out, mm -hmm. and I think it's at this point where he really should be shooting. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... So uh, I have whatever the cover grants me, plus one more defense, Ben. Plus your armor. Oh, make that then um, two defense plus cover. So they're at short range, but they're also mm -hmm. really, like, there's one of them. So minions at that point. Hey, oh. they hit. Well, it hits near you. 
the other hand, they do a grand total of six damage. Okay, which doesn't even get through to my soak. The protect absorbs it. Because it's four plus I'd had technically four successes, so I, I absorb eight up to eight damage on the protect alone. So I think it, they managed they managed to shoot around the console and that like blue energy field just sort of catches it, like absorbs into it, like you were saying, Ben. And it, it actually probably throws the the shooter off because they don't know, like they, didn't, they don't see the smoke from it. They don't see where it hit. It's just gone. And when they shot, it was the blue rings of stun that came around and hit okay. the energy field. Okay. With the threat, maybe the confusion from all this gives them a setback die. Because, you know, they're also trying to, like, drive around. They're not not like they're able to, you know, watch and stare too much. I, I totally go with that. I mean, with this one, I'm kind of going with they're a bit freaked out on account of they just saw one of their compatriots thrown into a uh, forge file or cup. Crucible. It's what the heck is going on? And then their stun didn't seem to do anything. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah. Which then brings us to another PC. <sighs> Leslie? I was going to say, have you thought of were anything? You, were you hoping to go last or? I have no inspiration. I can go now if you want me to, though. No, I, I can go. I just didn't. I also <laughs> no. don't have anything like massively interesting to do other than shoot. So, sure, I will. I will go. Uh, we just determined there are no railings on this stairwell that I'm There are on. railings. There are railings. Yes. I misunderstood yeah, that completely. Sorry. Yeah. Unlike normal Star Wars stuff, there actually is railings. How thick are the railings? They're the fairly standard like metal tube kind of railings with posts but every yard or so. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're not covered in the slightest. Uh, cool. Well, there'd be... If you're looking for cover, I could say that there's like some, not chain link, but like that holy metal that people put over it. Holy rest so of the metal, Batman. Chicken wire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I I mostly was looking for, for Skip to basically take a position of crouching and attempting to get uh, some shots out. Yep. Uh, may I interject real quick on the cover question? Mm-hmm. Uh, the function of altar that you used is centered on you, so you're also concealed. I thought we talked last time about how I asked if I could uh, put it in somebody else's direction. I thought you were still close enough that it actually would be. We're, we're oh. still on the landing together, so... Yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's all... It's all. I guess it's not strictly centered on you necessarily, but it's all characters within short range of the Force user. You are a character within short range of yourself. All right. Ergo. I, I misunderstood that. All right. Sure. Then uh, what I'm doing is Skip is going to crouch down, use the railing to brace the blaster carbine, and make themselves as small as they can, and attempt to get a shot off on the one that is closest to Hillary. Okay. I would put that being... Lore, the rival. Oh, okay. If they add one setback, they're at short range. All right, perfect. It would be two setback, one for their own defense, plus one for, I'm giving one 
setback of cover for them being on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? The floating motorcycle. You know what? Floater cycle. Skip doesn't feel particularly comfortable with shooting a living being with something that has lethal damage. I am I am not shooting at any of the squishy biological bits. I want to shoot and Skip does have a small amount of mechanical knowledge. Uh, I want to shoot at something important on the bike. Skip's Skip's goal is to maybe just continue trying to knock knock things off the bike. All right. And bumping them up, you know, with falling a little bit but not necessarily lethally damaging things with shots to the head or anything like that. In that case, no setbacks. Same oh, difficulty. Really? Oh, interesting. Yep. Uh, what difficulty did you say it was? I... It is one purple. One purple. All right. So I am rolling to shoot at a important mechanical part of Lore's swoop bike. I have rolled three successes and a threat. That means 12, 12 damage. 12 damage with a uh, threat. So now we're getting into the weird and fun interaction between player-level damage and vehicle-level damage. <laughs> the fun part is the swoops have no armor, so this is a very viable thing. Okay, so you've taken out a third of its hull with that shot, essentially doing one out of three, but this is definitely banging up the swoop, and I'm thinking like the, the gauges in front of the <laughs> rider are now shot out. You're shooting yeah. with the carbine, and it's close. You don't quite shoot them, but yeah, the tack and the uh, speedometer are now gone bits in their face. Mm, nice. And also uh, something winged a line somewhere, so now the swoop is trailing a bit of smoke. Fantastic. And I'm figuring the... The uh, threat? Sorry, yes, the threat. I'm thinking that this swoop is actually coming at Hillary and Skip, so... They haven't gone up the stairs yet or anything, but it's causing a tiny bit of uncertainty. And I'm thinking that that's going to be worth a strain to Skip. Yeah, that makes total sense. Especially, you know, Skip is not used to firing weapons of this. So I kind of thought that that strain was yeah. probably where we were we were at with this. And yes, this swoop has a particularly garish paint job. I'm thinking, like, the fairly classic uh, flames going along the side. Okay, Skip's going to want one. Uh, yeah, so I crouched, so I maneuvered, and then I actioned my E-shot, so I'm good. Alright, so I am going to have Lore go next, aka Lobster Tail. I just keep thinking about next gen. Yep. Nope, you're not alone. <laughs> so, they're actually driving their swoop inside this area. It's a somewhat tight thing, but they look to be heading straight for that staircase and there's the staircase, the landing, and then you have to go up a, like, turn 180 and go up a bit more. So what they seem to be trying to do is actually drive the swoop up the stairs and into the office. So that is going to be the first roll because that would be the pilot maneuver. Ah, <laughs> Thankfully, they're kind of good at piloting planetary. Their difficulty would be too red on account of 
No, it would be a red and a purple and four setbacks. They're in difficult terrain, so that upgrades at once. I just looked that up before we started recording. It can do a lot of things. It's difficult terrain for plowing. They have minus two handling, which puts two setbacks on. And then, yeah, they are going to attempt to drive up into the foreman's office. Because it sounds very weird science. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they got one advantage. I mean, that's better than it could have gone, right? (laughs) Thank you, D1. (laughs) Okay, so I'm thinking that they don't make it all the way up. That they would now be... I don't know... Okay, it's flying, so it does. It doesn't have like a wheel spinning, but I'm kind of. Th- I just get the feeling that they would be, like, on the upper stairs, and it's not getting enough thrust to push them up the stairs. Maybe it's at a higher angle that the last set of stairs going up is at like a full forty-five, or maybe even like a ladder type, instead of it being at a gentler slope. So the swoop just doesn't have enough to kick it up, at least right now. Figure that they have missed Hillary and Skip. They've got their uh, blaster out, and they've sort of bounced off the sidewall, and their swoop is now on the stairs, pointing up, and like the nose fins of the swoop are pointing through the office door. At that point, you hear, Tor, you were told what would happen if you talked, and... She is going to attempt to shoot through all of this crud at Tor, who is hiding behind the desk. I'm figuring that she's actually shooting out of the swirling dust because it's swirling around Skip and Hillary. That would be a short range, but like three setbacks on account of cover. And she hasn't dismounted yet. I'll give a setback else for the sliding into the back wall of the staircase. Sort of a semi-bell rung thing. Which, for listeners and players, that is four setback. Nice. Let's see how lucky she is. Not that lucky. Yeah, yeah. This this isn't the day to go gambling, Lore. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so from that, one setback. As Lore Kelm is now... On the landing, has shot at Tor, has threatened Tor, and now we have a wonderful Hillary to go. <laughs> As a an incidental, Hillary's going to go, hmm, I guess they weren't interested in us. It's a nice change of pace. Still, I suppose we should do something. I got nothing, folks. Help me here. Jumping up and stabbing unhelpfully? I don't know what you have for... This could be, you could try to talk uh, to them, given that they're now near your your area. You could try to help Tor get to some degree of cover. Heck, you could technically run out and try to use a harm, or I don't know if you're still carrying that sword around or whatever. No, the the sword is in the trunk. It's kind of cumbersome. Okay. So, Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. You do have the knives. I do, but I, they're shooting stun bolts. I don't want to stab them. Side note, since it wasn't mentioned in the last episode, what Hillary took out of the trunk was throwing knives. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you get those? <laughs> we were on a ship full of antiquities. Okay. 
So uh, when we went back to the ship, I think actually what Hillary's going to do is to try the talk down methodology, but in their face. So I'm gonna slide down the railing that I'm currently standing on and um, stop right next to them and address them. I don't know if you want a um, coordination roll first or if you'll let that slide. Uh-huh. It sounds cool enough. I'm just going to let it slide. All right. So um, Hillary will look at Skip and say, keep an eye on the manager. I'm going to go talk to this fellow. And whoosh, hits the corner, grabs the pipe, does a quick, you know, break turn around the pipe, slides down the next one. Whoosh. And then comes to an abrupt stop <laughs> next to Lobster Tail. Okay. Hello, I believe we got off on the wrong foot, but may I ask you kindly to stop this? I feel if you have differences of opinion with the individual above, perhaps we could better prepare ourselves and maybe in a more gentle and kind fashion address the issues. Um, let's see, I don't really have any ground to stand on with this person. Why don't we try a more congenial approach rather than destroying a very expensive factory and potentially getting a bunch of people killed horribly? Personally, I know that your friends probably don't want to die, and I imagine you don't want them to die. And my team is very good at what they do. So let's let's talk. I'm going to offer a biscuit. Biscuit? Okay, I'll give you a boost mm -hmm. for the biscuit, but... If if only for <laughs> confusion. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that, too. <laughs> what just happened? A little bit at a loss. On account of... I'm thinking that this should actually be going up against their boss's leadership. Like, that these people are scared enough of their boss that you'd have to be Ooh. overcoming that for them to... Fair enough. Yeah, that, that makes that sense. I mean, it's I don't also, like it. That sounds ominous, but no, that makes a lot of good sense. You could theoretically treat discipline that way, but with like mm -hmm. boost or something, if their boss is a particularly scary and or murderous morale instilling individual. There's also a question of like the kind of social check this is. There's definitely a period in the middle there where it sounded like more like coercion. <laughs> You're like, well, we're very good at what we do. If you don't want to die. I was actually willing to take it as a negotiation as well. Um, if anything, it actually sounded a lot more to the negotiation end of things. Okay. How about what is your negotiation? Um, oddly enough, the same as my charm. If I remember, your charm's actually pretty good. That's two and two. I consider that pretty good. I I hope so. We'll see what D1 says. <laughs> well, at least in theory, it's pretty good. Narratively, this feels like this should be harder than what their discipline currently is, which is the reason why I'm going to go with the leadership of that this one reports to. Okay. So in that case, it would be three red. Ouch. Their leadership, their perception, yes. Like I said, ominous sounding. Hmm. Any setbacks? No, I think that this is enough. 
Okay, and then I will ask, I've got the one boost for the, the biscuit. Next to my biscuit boost, may I have a boost from the fact that my friends have already proved to be very good at what they do? Well, that they have proven that they're good at what they do, I don't think that they've proven enough. I certainly have not helped with that. They've taken down two. They've not taken down... Like, even with their bike getting shot up. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think that that one would be enough to get a boost. But thanks for reminding me about that. I had actually somehow forgotten in, like, the, what, five minutes? Okay, so that's three red, two yellow, two green, and one biscuit boost. Mm -hmm. Gotta love the biscuit boost. Ooh. Well, that's... That's a thing. I, I guess D1 uh, gave you all of its love yesterday, Leslie. <laughs> no, actually, this this reminds me of a thing that happened yesterday. That does have a failure in within it. I forgot. So, I ouch, forget. the front of my face. Um, <laughs> that's two fail, one of which is a despair, and for advantage. Sorry, folks. I offer the biscuit and I smile winsomely and something happens. Can I ask in regards to the advantage or do you want to deal with everything else first and I'll, then I'll throw my advantage at you? Go ahead. I was, I was just like, they're not after us. They're just after Tor as far as we know at this point. Um, but can I be that they are not acting out of loyalty so they're, they're, they're acting like they don't want to do this, but they still are going to. So the advantage is that they are, it's going to take more for them to move into active brutality. Okay, can definitely go with that. Pretty much no matter what happens, they're not going to flip over to start trying to do uh, lethal damage. They're going to... Because so far, like, you've seen the stun blast coming from things. Wow. Everyone here, actually, like, even as this one who was shooting at Tor, she was shooting with the wonderful blue rings of stun. So, I mean, like, maybe maybe they'll kind of rein in their, their team to stop the, stop the general destruction. I don't know. Interpret as you will. What I am kind of thinking of for the despair is... So they showed up and they were going after Tor because they had word that Tor was going to talk. The despair is this person now has Hillary to actually look at and also Skip because Skip's pretty close by. Still obscured a bit, but close enough to actually see like the outline. And they're starting to put two and two together. They realize that this is the group of people who turned Ton against him that got Ton out of their group. So he was running away. That was the kid or the one that... Yeah, that we... Uh... The kid who was helping out the uh, Spice Pusher. Good job, Ton. I hope you find a good job. So he's out, but they're mad about that. Don't worry about the factory. Get them. They're the ones that we're after, too. <laughs> okay. Maybe I was quick to assume that they were only after Tor. At the time, they were. Yep. Man, we have such a good effect on local morale. Look at all these people we're bringing together. It's okay. This is fine. You say in a room already full of fire? Literally? Well, it's molten metal, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right. 
We haven't made a mouse yet. It wasn't a ranged combat chat that you uh, did a despair on. So it's not like things exploded. It also wasn't me leaping onto the swoop bike, which was definitely part of my brain at one point. (laughs) I am disappointed, but whatever. Fine. Hey, it's still there, man. It is. Everybody can use it anytime. Well, I mean, there also was the swoop bike right next to Hillary. So I've got three NPCs next. (laughs) There are three swoop gang groups of three. And I figure that they're going to go after the three dangerous people who are around. We've got Hillary, who's been talking, but they're also protected by Skip, who has shot at people and has done uh, things. We've got Koba down on the ground with their training saber up and lit. And then we've got Kesh in behind a console, but also having done some weird and fantastical things. Yep. So one group for each? Yeah, that is my plan. That works out nicely. (laughs) Who are you starting with? I am figuring... uh, Let's start with Skip, because that's the one that I mentioned first. That's me. So first, since they're driving around, I'm just going to do those three rolls, bang, 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 for their piloting. Because if they do horrible things with the piloting, then no, they cannot start shooting things because they're out of position. Tracks. That's one. That's yeah. two. And, huh, hmm. the third group actually succeeded. <laughs> so doing the three piloting checks for how they're going around, and they're going around at speed two in a silhouette two vehicle, so it's one red, one purple, enough trains around so that they're getting two setback, and they've got minus two handling, so four setback on the whole thing. In the first case, they got one fail, two setback. Then there was no successes to threat, and a triumph. And then the last one actually succeeded. Yeah, they're essentially driving Harleys through the factory. (laughs) They're not exactly doing well. So I'm figuring for the two groups who failed, The first group, I'm taking two minions out of the check. The second group, I'm taking one minion out of the check, but I'm going to give them an upgrade on account of the triumph that they've got Koba fairly in a straightaway, so it's pretty easy to shoot. And then the group who's shooting at Cash can just shoot at Cash without a problem. Okay. The failures on this have been taking minions out of the group. All right, I like like that. That makes sense. So shooting at Skip is... The one who's been able to keep control of their pistol and keep an idea of where the heck Skip is as their... How much defense does... It was like three setback from... Skip has cover, Skip has the swirly dirt stuff, which was one or two conceal. Or heavy concealment. It's just listed as one but in, in the book, but I'm sure that that's a thing that can be adjusted GM discretion, depending on the material and stuff. We're kind of making it a fairly big thing, so I will go with two. So that'll be three setback against one purple. So I've currently got three setbacks on their roll, plus their uh, single purple difficulty. Let's see how the greens go. Ha! So one success out of that means they do a grand total of six damage. Minus soak. I have five soak, so I'll just, uh, you know, get pinged for one one little... Like, 
So they're shooting, and then, like, it grazes a shoulder or something close to that. Virtually no damage. Then the one shooting at Koba loses one minion, but does get an upgrade. Two upgrades uh, to their uh, difficulty because of sense. Okay. So that'd be... Wow. Ooh. Oh my On the other gosh. hand, they do eight damage. Tell me, does that get through? Some of it is. Let me see. Yeah, since they're doing stun, this is an interesting case of is it worth it to reflect? Don't you have extra reflect? Like, I've got two ranks of reflect, yeah. So at the very least, it would be uh, reducing it by one. Yeah, so uh, I will reflect, so I'll take three strain to reduce the damage by four. Okay, and what's your soak? Three, so then one is going to get through after So after close. That. So Koba bats away the stun blast with his training saber. The two of them are shooting. You're blasting. You're able to get away almost all, but one ring actually does hit. They do have two threats, so what would you like to do with that? It's a shame it's not one more threat. It's not, yeah, it's not quite enough threat for that, which is unfortunate. <laughs> for that? I could get you a free maneuver if you want to be someplace. Yeah, I think a free maneuver is probably the right thing to do. Can I just use it to take a fr- uh, another free aim at them? Yep, totally. Assuming this is the same group I was already aiming at. I mean, it is a maneuver, and yeah, this... Definitely could be the group you were aiming at. Okay, so I, I have now aimed twice against this group, basically, yep. as they are taking shots and Koba's deflecting some of those blasts with his saber. He's just keeping the the fiver pointed in their direction, tracing their movements. All right, I'm thinking that this is such... Reflecting itself is a bit of a new thing to Koba, and I'm thinking that this would be... Now you're doing it with stun bolts, which is not the easiest thing. So I think that this would be a perfect opportunity to upgrade whichever check you're going to be... Like, upgrade the difficulty of the next check that you're going to do. Okay. In the last shot, uh, Ben, it'll be only two defense this time, because I, I was just double-checking the text. Protect only works for one shot. Uh, and then I it goes away. i got to buy an upgrade to make it last longer. So that's going to be two defense. Gotcha. Yeah. Y'all do have a boatload of light side. No, I'm fine getting shot a little bit. <laughs> and this is the group that actually succeeded. Okay. So that does eight damage. Okay, uh, Cash will soak five of it, so she'll take three strain then? Yes. Okay. And they have one threat on that uh, roll. Cash is looking a little bit woozy at this point, between all the force power use and now getting hit by a stun ring. Okay, here's my idea for the threat. So a threat can be spent to uh, like a deal a strain equivalent damage. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking as the swoops are like rounding a corner, one of them's a little bit tighter on their turn than the other one, and the like two bikes actually collide for a moment, kind of just rattling the minion group, so dealing a little bit of damage. Okay, I can totally go with that. Okay. 
then that does bring us to the top of round two. So a quick recap of where everyone is. We have up in the foreman's office, we have Torhido, who is hiding behind their desk. They've got their hold-up lantern that's just sort of quaking in their hands. Every now and then they reach around and plink away at the wall. It's not anywhere close enough to even be considered to roll on. They're just sort of scaredly firing because, well, blasters don't run out of shots, so why not? Mm-hmm. Then, going up to the foreman's office on the staircase, blocking it, is the swoop of the swoop gang leader with the leader still on it. Hillary is right next to them, having just tried offering a biscuit. We've got Skip up on the landing, in behind a bit of cover, who is doing a bit of overwatch on everyone and has a good line of sight on most people, though there's a bunch of factory equipment and conveyor belts going around. We've got Koba, who has a group of swoop gangers who are coming right at them on their bikes as they're holding their fiver in one hand and the training saber in the other. A group that is circling around from the other direction that has shot up at Skip, barely nicking them. And then we've got a group that seems to be going over to the far door and is shooting at Kesh. And then we've got this lone ganger who's sitting with their bike sideways in front of the loading dock door so that people can't get out that way. With a, another swoop just nose to nose with them that's has no one on it because Kesh decided to throw that person in a cup, a giant cup of metal. Not of metal. It was empty. Well, okay, sorry. The cup was also made of metal, but it okay. wasn't filled. Yeah. I was about to say, we explicitly decided not to horribly murder people. Yeah, Cash would have felt really, really bad if that had been full of molten metal. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's that's no way for anybody to go. So, from the conversation, as it's happening in front of us, can Hillary pick up on the fact, like, who their boss is? Because it sounds to Leslie... Like their boss is the person we now want to go talk to. I'm going to go with not from their discussion that yes, eventually you do want to go and talk to the person that they're afraid of here. The, the most like you've gotten is that it's a woman who they're afraid of. Beyond that, it's like she wouldn't like it. You've betrayed her. That's the things that they've been uh, shouting out. But at the same time, Tor just told us about the person who's holed up in an apartment building. Old dude. Old dude. Okay, so it is somebody different. All right. Um, That's legit. How does the party feel if Hillary offers that we go with them out of the factory? Not necessarily great. Um, I think more Kesha's priority is going to be trying to free up that, that exit for people to get out then. But us going out into the street isn't going to really help things. And I don't really want to go to wherever wherever, wherever these gangers are based, where presumably there will be more of them. Okay, that's, that's fair. Then Hillary will not go first. Because Hillary's path, assuming the information that I thought was a thing, was a thing, would have been to offer to go with. But no, I was mis- misconstruing. So somebody else go. Be awesome. Koba, you've been aiming for a while. <laughs> that's, that's true. 
I guess Kobo will take the shot. They would be at short range with a single setback. Now, um, bullets have stun settings, right? <laughs> hmm? No. See, my question was, how deep was your breath if you're just now firing? Hmm. All right, so I've aimed twice, and um, mm-hmm. fivers are accurate, so that's another boost. And nice. Cash passed you a boost last, uh, oh, that's or, right. last turn. So four boosts. <laughs> you know what? You should just aim a little bit more this turn. It's fine. It, it crossed my mind. It's not ridiculous enough. Short range, but it was upgraded because of their triumph. Yes, that is correct. And a setback from their defense, or the fact they're moving, or whatever. Enough of a light side point, because we still have four of them. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Right. Nice. Nice. Uh, Kapow, two successes and four advantage. Still somewhat disappointed, but okay. (laughs) There was a lot of dice on that. That's the reason why I'm disappointed. I thought that there would be like even more advantage or some more ridiculousness. I, I mean, four is still pretty solid. Yeah, want to point true. out, a- aiming helped out a lot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really did. And and it, I think this is your first time actually using the fiber as a weapon. Maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> that's seven damage. Okay, that's one. And I will go ahead. A four advantage is enough to trigger a crit. Crit rating on this is four since it's a slug thrower, okay. so it's a little tougher to crit than a blaster. So that'd be two with one bullet. I mean, I'm okay if it's technically two shots. I mean, the system yeah. the system is pretty hand-wavy about how many times you're actually... I mean, you could shoot one and then it veers <laughs> into the other one. Yeah, maybe it's like I mean, yeah. the one that Koba's been keeping his gun trained on. He fires and it hits that person pretty, pretty center mass. Because this is a slug thrower and it's a physical projectile, it does actually like throw them backwards in a way that blasters don't necessarily thus pitching them into one of the other minions in the group sending them both down off their bikes and out of the fight from the sound of things i'm also kind of figuring that the two swoops come with their dead man switch happening come to rest like just in front of koba yeah it could be i should have flowed with that Mm. oh i forgot you have that now yeah Oh, well. Next time. All right. Yeah, how many minions are left in that group? There's now one minion left in that group. Okay. And a grand total of four minions down of 12. Then with Koba's maneuver, if it's possible, he will basically jump up onto one of the now unmanned swoops and then like launch off of it onto the last swoop bike in that group. Absolutely. Are you launching onto the, the bike or the minion? Uh, the bike, but it's the bike belonging to the remaining minion. Yep, that totally works for me. And uh, because because Doug, Koba's... So Koba's hands are like gripping the veins while his feet are still holding his weapons, because that's how Doug do. Everything's a hand. Yep. So then we've got another player. Okay, I know what I want to do. Unless there's any anybody else wants to jump in, I've got a thing. No. Nope. All right. So you said there was one one swoop ganger hanging out near the exit. Yes. With the two bikes, how far away are they from me? They are at short range. 
Okay. I'm going to use a maneuver to close to engage with this individual. Narratively speaking, I still want to kind of spin it as like using enhance Kesh starts to starts to run and uh, is going to like jump towards this person and try to hit him with her staff. Okay. Let's bring it down in like an overhead chop. Wall run. Not a, I'm not a ninja. You're a Jedi. Okay, uh, this is weird for me. I don't often do this anymore, but I'm going to flip a light side point just to upgrade? That's a thing you can do in this system. Yeah, yeah, you can. Does mean that you can't use it for using dark side points. Well, I have, I have no way to enhance my melee strike uh, anyway. <laughs> That's why I normally haven't been doing this lately, but I'm actually not using a force power this turn, technically. What's their... Are they just too purple? Do they have any defense? The person on the... For melee, I'm going to go with no. Okay. You're close enough in that no. After the upgrade, two yellow and a green versus two purple. I can't afford to aim. I'm pretty low on strain. Ah, uh, only two advantages. So I think they see the, uh, the swing coming and get out of the way at the last moment. As, uh, as Kesha's uh, staff, she just brings down hard onto the swoop itself. I am going to recover some strain off of those advantages. As uh, even though she's she's missed, she's at least engaging this person, drawing their attention, and uh, kind of taking a moment to recenter herself before uh, getting back into things. That does seem fair. That leaves us with an NPC. I'm thinking that this is a pretty good time for Lore to... They're going to dismount their swoop, and since their swoop is having issues, they're going to dismount of it by sort of climbing over their swoop and go into the foreman's office itself. Then attempt to... Uh, let's see, we've got Hillary, but Hillary hasn't done anything violent yet. We've got Skip, but Skip hasn't been shooting at them. I'm thinking that they're going to stay on mission and... Try shooting at Tor. They are shooting around cover. And I was saying Tor actually had decent cover. Nice. <laughs> Missing, but I'm thinking... Is this the amount that I think that it is? Because I'm kind of wanting the desk to be destroyed now. Tor <laughs> keeps a bottle of very expensive brandy in one of the drawers. And when the... Uh, <laughs> The stun bolt sets off a shock, explodes the bottle of brandy, and just disaster. Yeah, I kind of like that. I helped. I helped the wrong side, but I helped. And you lit things on fire. <laughs> I mean, yay, fire! Tradition. So that's what Lore's done. They have missed Tor, but they're now off of their bike. They're there with their lobster tailed duster their eye patch arm outstretched pointing at tor and have just tried to shoot him and apparently hit the desk i mean that is how things worked out hit the desk and set the thing on fire which then brings us to the next one so it's skip and hillary who still have to go i feel like it typically makes sense for hillary to go last because hillary is not a particularly enthusiastic uh, combatant Fair enough. I know that the bikes have all gone swooping around in various ways. What would you say is the closest bike to me at this point? Or is the bike that I shot at before still within shooting range? 
the bike that you shot at before is actually part. It, that was the one Lore was on. Mm-hmm. It's now on the stairs right next to you without a rider. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Lore is now up in the foreman's office attempting to stalk towards and get it tore. The foreman. There's another three-person minion group that is heading towards you, and they're the ones who had shot at you previously. Mm-hmm. That is relatively out in the open. The other full minion group is on the far side of the factory and behind a bunch of machines. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Somebody left something unaccompanied next to Skip. Shame. I am going to get onto this bike and see if I can start it. I mean, I don't think it was turned off. Well, all the better. Someone left something parked and idling next to Skip. It's only a mercy it doesn't fit in Skip's pocket. Skip is going to jump onto this this bike and <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. Uh, and, you know, doesn't necessarily want Laura to have a clean getaway, so uh, Skip is going to pilot <laughs> this swoop bike down to just enough out of the way that next time I go, I could take a shot in a useful way. So I'm just going to swoop. What's the right adjective for swoop biking? I'm just going to swoop bike. Swooping? I'm going to swoop. <laughs> swoop over to a nice c- corner. Considering the distance you're at, if you're to spend two strain, because it's a maneuver to get on, it is physically almost touching you. So mm-hmm. it's a maneuver to get on. It's a maneuver to do a piloting roll. You'd still have an action left over. Oh, good golly. All right. Then, yeah. So, okay. Maneuver to get on. For piloting, you'd be starting from speed one. So that's just one red. It's negative two handling. So that's two setback. And you're in closed space, which is another setback. Cool, cool. Because cool, you're going cool. slow. All right. How to skip do on a swoop bike? Brilliantly. Ish. Oh, skip only gets two advantages. It's fine. You're not able to move it. I'm really starting to think that this thing is really stuck in the stairs there. The original rider trying to get up the stairs caused it to not go up the stairs, then skips on it and not able to get move. All right. All right. So so here's my thinking. Skip gets on this thing. Skip can't get it to move. Skip, very frustrated at that this cool plan in Skip's brain not going to be about to work. And I did hurt this bike previously. Now mm-hmm. that I'm now that I'm right up on it, and I have two advantages for attempting to move it, can I use those advantages to see precisely where it would take for me to just like take the butt of this carbine thing and just smash something very critical so that nobody can start this bike again? I go with yes. That totally works. As my as my as my action. Do I need to take? Do I need to? Uh, roll? So you're wanting to then take your carbine and smash the bike so that it's not going to move? Yeah, like I'm sitting on it. I can't get it to start. Skip kind of grumbles and then is like, "Well, I might as well make the best of a bad situation and then just incapacitate the thing." Mind doing a easy mechanics check? I do not. I think you're the only one who can really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I use the advantage as a boost to this? Yes. 
Pew. All right, I got one success <laughs> and one advantage. I smash a bike with a gun. Skips On account of the boost just away. Oh gosh! <laughs> Every die is blank except for the boost. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm really frustrated that I couldn't get it to start. Yeah, the but. engine cuts out, and whatever line was uh, nicked that was causing it to smoke is now gone, and it's spraying oil somewhere, like inside the engine block. It's now toast. The engine on that bike is now toast. Well, I still got what I wanted. You can't use it to get away. <laughs> on top of it, it just clunks down onto the stairs because I had the repulsors going. Now <laughs> it's off and clunk. That was a load-bearing fuse. Essentially, yes. Okay, and they have gone. All right, I'm going to have... Just to finish off making it so that it actually is Hillary's thing, I'm going to have the one-person minion group Take their brass knuckles out and take a swing at Cash. Okay. The person I'm engaged with? Yep. All right. On account of that makes sense. I've got two defense because I got a stick in my hand. Good old stick in a hand. Yep. All right. I'm upgrading this because, well, I've now got a bunch and it's also not that respectable otherwise. It's worth a shot. No, no, it's not. Fails <laughs> with two threat. <laughs> I think they they take a, a swing at uh, at Kesh, and she's able to bring the uh, the staff up to uh, to block. And it's their brass knuckles, not a proper weapon. So there's that moment of like, Ouch. it connects, and we just see this uh, this you know Nemoidian just have a expression of pure pain as they're like shaking their hand out, <laughs> and uh, give them a setback die for their next uh, thing they do. That totally works. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and you can find me Ben on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Kim, and I am on Twitter at LeslaGS. And I'm on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H and Night with a K. And I want to be different, so I'm on MySpace. No, I'm not. It's a lie. I'm also on Twitter at Red Apollo. Does MySpace still exist? I think only for bands. <laughs> well, we're like a band of merry men. I must protest. Now, who am I kidding? I am Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no, Koba has to say that line. Mm. Skip. I protest. I'm not a merry man. <laughs> I'm very melancholy. You see, I was in this forest one time on Malastare with a bunch of my friends. And we are at the hiding way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's very nice, Koba. <laughs> one of them liked to wear the a bunch. And the other was like, <laughs> always shooting stuff with arrows. Koba, Koba, <laughs> it's okay, darling. It's okay. We are all at TheHydeanWay.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We are also on Facebook as The Hydean Way, and you can holocom us at heroes at TheHydeanWay.com. 
If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Heidi and way. Or you can send the team some funds to bribe D1 to let us actually make any rolls. That'd be great. Uh, at a, at ko-fi.com slash the Heidi and way. Can you bribe a bot? I was about to say, I don't think D1's in it for the creds, just the lulls. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Oof. Right, there's a second part. Name is Skip. Smooth going down to the track. I briefly was like, can my brain produce any of the Malastare track names from episode one racer? And my brain did not come through. <laughs> oh, uh, boo brain. Um, so. I'm trying to see if I can cut. I, I hear the sound of really someone good. Googling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Malastare 100. Uh, now that we're the, on that the one. The Doug Derby. <laughs> <Ooh>. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the Doug Derby and Sebulba's Legacy are the other mm. two. I like to think that it's not D-U-G, Doug, but it's it's Doug, like the name, D-D-O-U-G. <laughs> it's, it's his derby. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to conceal, I'm going to um, let you think whatever you want to about that. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it. Classes generated. Wow, this one had it all. It had the train, it had the Alexa. I'm just sitting here appreciating Brandon's, you know, smooth jazz reminiscing, and all I have is ominous wind noise in the background. <laughs> Wait for that answer to your question. I'm a little disappointed you didn't have you didn't find some way to work in how uh, it was totally wizard. Oh, I thought about it. <laughs> okay, work in what? Uh. Totally wizard. It's just a, another episode one thing. It's what Anakin okay. says. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought it was his friend. Well, uh, somebody says it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's his friend who, who comments on it. You kind of leapfrog there in the middle. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I was saying skip leapfrog there. That's, Cash, that's I don't specious. know if you're allowed to say that. Oh. Oh. Uh. Now I, I uh, sorry, Skip. I uh, feel bad there. Uh, just uh, alternating orders between the the purple Deveronian faces and the yellow smiley faces. Deveronians can't smile. Well, the Deveronians can. You know, I'm just gonna stop <laughs> and pass this back over to the game master, so that they may proceed with uh, killing us. Okay. May I get one very quick clarify? Uh, three with sure. three and one with two uh, does not equal up to 12. So are, is the one on the floor now separated from its There's original? also Lobster Tail guy. Lobster Tail. Okay. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Who's by himself, I guess. Yeah. And is <laughs> a rival. Okay. Thank you. That's what I yes. need to know. Lore is a rival. Cool. That technically you've seen before. Um, I think his lightsaber was green. I think I, I think I determined that the re- training saber was green. 
I, I think so, because the actual saber later is going to be a different color, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but I think this one was just kind of like, oh, it's a, it's yeah. a default. I, yeah, green. it was definitely either blue or green, because you were like, ah, oh, it'll just be a generic Jedi <laughs> color to start with. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't really have any ground to stand on with this person. But. Floating. <laughs> bar har har. Uh, because Hillary's not a particularly enthusiastic uh, combat, combat, combatter, com, combatant. combatant, combatant. I know yes. words. You do. It's beautiful. 